Success podcast. I am your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live After Show because I have many thoughts. He has many listeners. Let's make this a success and keep this motherfucking after show alive. Woo! Okay. So quick update if you have been listening along, which if you have, love you for life. I have officially come full circle with Leanne Morgan. She was a guest on Jeff Lewis Live. She was also on Heather McDonald's Juicy Scoop. And then after the epic Love is Blind finale fail on Netflix that I'm not even going to get into, but on Sunday night, I have no life and I had absolutely nothing to do. So instead of getting angry, I reframed and I watched Leanne Morgan's stand-up special. I'm absolutely obsessed with her. I'm obsessed, upset. I, I want to like I just want to be around her. You know, when you just want to be in somebody's circle and like their energy and their, or I just want her in, I want her to be a talk about a mentor. I mean, I started this podcast day one saying that I want Jeff to be my mentor. And even though that's very scary, that's how I genuinely feel. Leanne Morgan is another one of those people who they just give me mentor vibes. I just want to be around their energy and learn from them. I love her. Ah, love her. Watch it. Watch it now. Okay, we are diving right into Jeff Lewis Live, the Monday, April 17th show. We had our favorite chumps, Megan Weaver, Doug Butte, and Shaney, Shaney, Shane Douglas. I don't know why I just got to go so hard on Shane's name every time, but it's now a thing. It's a thing. So Jeff starts by saying he wants to hang with Maximiliano, which again, we all know my thoughts about it, but I digress. I'm going to let up on it. If he wants to do that, sure, sure, sure. If it gets him away from Stu, honestly, then perfect. So the only issue is we can't find Maximiliano. Nobody can find him. I'm surprised that none of the chumps got his social media or his phone number while they were out. And by chumps, I mean Jeff, (laughs) because it sounds like they spent a lot of time together at Jameson's party. But so Shane was like, well, maybe it's a good thing we can't find him because it means he's not at at the bars and you don't want someone who's there every week. And Jeff goes, well, no one wants him like that. We just want him to be a chump or maybe Doug wants him. And I'm only pointing this out because I remember, uh, look, I can't remember what to get my mom for her birthday or that she even has a birthday, but I can remember that. A year ago, when Jeff and Stu first started dating, he did the exact same thing. And he kept trying to push it on Doug, like Doug was into Stu. And then him and Jeff started secretly dating. And then it was like, oh, by the way, because as a listener, I didn't know all the behind the scenes shit, of course, obviously. And so... I genuinely was like, are Doug and Stu about to become a thing? And then out of nowhere, Jeff was like, haha, no, that's, that's my lass. That's me lassie. And honestly, I think it would have been better off if we just let Doug have this one. But Sue, I love you so much too. This is nothing against any of it. I'm just frustrated because I see 
that I'm looking into a mirror in Jeff's relationship and I see that he, what he wants and what he's not going to get out of this. So I'm just trying to, ugh, I don't know, again, teach other people or help them because I don't want to help myself. So don't listen to me. I know nothing. But anyways, I just want to say that now that Jeff is pushing Maximiliano onto Doug. It makes me think that, yes, okay, that is definitely going to be a thing. So that seed is planted. Moving on to Barbie World, just super quick, because if Jeff isn't listening to this podcast... I don't know why he would. Jeff, why wouldn't you? No, babe, I love you. I have I promise it's all in love and good advice. I'm trying to help, I swear. Oh, we can talk about my life too. It's a shit show. Um, so anyways, I just want to know if he's ever played Monroe, the Barbie girl song by Aqua. Do you remember that? Like, I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Life in plastic. It's fantastic. Come on, Barbie. Let's go, Barbie. Yeah, I could see that being a uh, Jeff Lewis live song. I'm a petty ass bitch. Don't try me. Oh my gosh. So every time the episode ends, it obviously ends with I'm a petty ass bitch. Don't try me song. And I close out of the app with that song still playing. So every single episode, it's like I still have 30 seconds left of it because it's all just the ending outro song. And so one time I was in the shower and I thought I had enough time to listen to the rest of Jeff Lewis live. But then I remembered I had to shave in the shower. So then all of a sudden the episode ended mid shave and it just kept on playing the other episodes that I'd already listened to, but it was playing the last 30 seconds. So it just kept playing. I'm a petty ass bitch. Don't try me like 50 times in a row. And I was like going crazy, like cutting my legs up. Like get me the fuck out of here. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Okay, speaking of blood, just because uh, Weaver Family Ranch. Again, if you have not listened to my other podcast, please go back. If you haven't, that's fine too. I don't really care. Okay, so I just love names. We talked about Christopher Conway, Aurora's old boss. The Weaver Family Ranch, it has the same I, I'm obsessed with the name as well. It just has something in it to me that stands out. So I want Christopher Conway to be at the Weaver Family Ranch. Like these are all characters in a book that I need to write. And I'm going, this is why I have a podcast too. So I can start keeping track of this shit. I'm creating a story about Christopher Conway at Weaver Family Ranch. But anyways, uh, Megan let her 93 year old dad fall on her watch. It's not funny. Obviously, like, God bless his soul and he's okay. He's okay. Uh, there was a pool of blood. There was a lot of blood, she mentioned. But it's just the way Megan tells the story. Like, that's why we love the chumps, right? Because they can take a joke. They can take everything with, you know, like if something is actually serious, then we can get real surreal. Okay. We understand. But most of the time, you know, he fell, there was a lot of blood, but he's okay. He's okay. So her dry ass humor, it just fucking is perfect. I love it. I love her so much, but his legs falling behind his head, watching old people fall is the worst thing ever. Old people in general, I think it's amazing, right? Like you made it to the end. Congratulations. You won life. Like you won the game. There's no other thing that will happen. You got old. That was the goal. And so that's great and everything, but it's so hard to look at. Oh, they're so frail and they're just like ready to croak. And they look like frogs. Like they look like toads. 
They look like toads. Shout out to old people. My uncle, well, my dad's uncle, we were at a family wedding and he is was in his 90s and my dad was walking him up to his hotel room after dinner and he looks back at my dad and goes, Polly, whatever you do, don't get old. Which is just awful advice, Uncle Dickie, because like, that's my dad. You want him to die young? Fuck you. I don't. I don't care if he's 170 and can't speak and has been on tubes for life. Like, that's my dad and I'm going to keep him a vegetable by my side, okay? So anyways, the next day, literally the next day, this was at the rehearsal dinner, at the actual wedding... While the maid of honor was walking down the aisle and the bride and the bride and her dad were ready to walk down the aisle, Uncle Dickie in the middle of the crowd has a motherfucking heart attack, has a heart attack at the wedding. You think that's crazy? Let's level up this story. She was marrying, she was marrying a emergency room doctor. So the crowd was full of ER doctors And so everybody goes to work on him. It was just, it was a crazy experience. I don't want to get into the details because this family member is very private. However, it was the most wild shit you'll ever see. I was giving out orders because I'm actually very good in a crisis. I know I sound chaotic, but I actually can find peace in chaos. So immediately my brother, he's a um, traveling nurse. I don't know, like E I C not ICU ambulance guy. Ew, EMT. I promise I do have brain cells every now and then, but my brother's an EMT. So immediately I was like, you go over there. You help him. You call 911. I'm going to find a defibrillator defibrillator. Wow. I even said that right. Dang. I go running. It was at a barn outdoor wedding. I go running in my six inch wedge heels sprinting into the barn. I'm like, we need a defibrillator. <laughs> Literally the fact that I said it right is so shocking. That's what makes it funny that I even could say this. Cause normally I'd be like, finding Nemo shout out. And so they didn't have a defibrillator there. I'm probably saying it so wrong too. That's a funny thing. I think I'm saying it right. And people listening, I love you guys. You're probably like, what the fuck is this crackhead talking about? So anyways, they didn't have one, which I think is a code. Citizen fine. I've talked about this as well. I'd like to give out citizen fines. This should actually be a attorney general fine. Like how does an event space not have a defibrillator? Okay, moving on from that, but staying on the family route, Jeff went to grandma and grandpa's house, took Monroe, and he saw his nieces that he hadn't seen in a while. So first they met Cassie, then Jeff went to go take a nap, and Stu took a nap with him. You guys, did anybody else find that bizarre? Bizarre? And look, if you need to nap, I don't want to sleep shame because I have a family of sleep shamers where it's like, you napped? You only slept this amount? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, what the, if someone's tired, let them sleep. If they're not, don't. But just to be, I mean, you haven't seen grandma and grandpa in a while. We just had that little tension going on. So you, was it only like a three hour visit and that it was too long? I don't know. I just have some questions about that, but it's not my place. That's why I just have a podcast where I can ask them and not call in to Jeff Lewis live and be like, Jeff, you nap while you're at your parents' house. 
does anyone else find that fucking odd? He'd be like, Alyssa, block this number. We ain't listening to her. But we are going to listen to Scary Sherry. So Jeff reminds Jameson of his birthday gift from last week where he got him a reading with Scary Sherry. But Jeff was like, you should book it this week and then talk about it on the air. And then the way Jameson said, oh, okay. It was like it clicked that, of course, there's going to be strings attached. And now his birthday gift shall be radio content for the masses, <laughs> which I'm all about because I love this shit. I fucking love this shit. I love psych, psych. I was about to say psycho. Ah, that too. Psychic shit. Um, Especially to the point for where my own birthday, I got a psychic present in the sense that my parents got me a VIP ticket meet and greet to meet the one and only Teresa Caputo at Providence Performing Arts Center, PPAC. And Larry, her husband, was there, who I was just, I'm boy crazy. I fucking have loved Larry since day one. Ugh, love you, Larry. And I did love Teresa, too, until that day. Like, I used to be obsessed with watching Long Island Medium on TLC. I used to be obsessed with everything about her. Then I went to this live reading, and all I'll say is it was the most disappointing thing ever. It was sham, sham, thank you, ma'am. Talk about scam likely, but not saying that her entire life is a scam. I'm just saying this live giant ass show, it, bad vibes, bad vibes. I'll get into it at a later date. But um, Jameson also to the point later, like brought it up again. He's like, I might have to wait till next week. You know, like I, I it might not be on your terms, Jeff. I know this was your present to me, but it's a present. No strings attached. Oh, there's always strings, Jamieson. Especially because it's like a psychic. So the fact that Jeff is like, you need, and then you'll talk about it on the radio. Yeah, perfect. Okay, great. That's what's happening. That is what is happening. And Jamieson's like, huh, um, okay. But like, what if it's really personal information because they're talking to my dead grandmother who, well, sorry, Jameson, if your grandma died, but like, you know, like, well, this is, it's not like they're telling you, oh, here's your lucky fortune cookie numbers. It's like, no, if you ever thought your dad was disappointed in you, he was, but now he's learned on the other side to be proud. So get ready to shed some tears, motherfuckers. <laughs> And then speaking of death, actually, Doug and Megan went to Dr. Donna's son's celebration of life. RIP, that's absolutely awful. Oh my gosh, my heart is with them. But they start to tell the story about how some guy was teeing for D there. This hot guy that Doug actually went on a date, allegedly some type of interaction. We can't call it a date because we're all so confused by what went down or what didn't go down, which was Doug not sucking some nice BMW dick. And you're going to have to listen to Jeff Lewis live if you want that full story. So all I wanted to say is that it sounds like Doug is intimidated because this guy is actually so attractive and younger and all these good things. And I understand actually, I'm the same way as Doug, where the more attractive they are, the less I want to date them. Cause I'm like, no, then the more you see me in the natural light, the more you'll be appalled and see that this is not an equal playing field. However, since I have been dating so much recently, I've changed my tune because I feel like I've been catfished by some of these boys. Like I show up on these dates and they don't look the same. They don't look the same. 
they could probably use some Manjaro, if you know what I'm saying. Like, it just isn't what they advertised. And so, which I don't get in the first place. Like, don't put your best pictures up. Don't put filtered pictures up. Just be your trolley self because they're going to find that out anyways. So that's my advice. But then what ends up happening is I level up and I get extra, extra cute because I think that they are really cute. And then when I show up and they're a few tier scores below, and then I went above and beyond, it no longer adds up. So all I'm trying to say is go for the hot guy, Doug, just go for it. If he's the one that's there and is saying that he's lightly dating and he's ready, he's showing up and he's asking you, then we're not asking any more questions. We don't need, we don't need any more questions except your house or mine. Your house or mine. Your shed or mine. Really, I guess, at the end of it. <laughs> Love you, Doug. So I might be overtired and or delusional at all times, but when they start talking about Doug's new truffle salt and Jameson plays this fart sound effect as he's doubled over laughing is just my absolute favorite thing. You guys. <laughs> All right, I'm five years old too, okay? I get it. But Jeff's laugh is hilarious in it to the point where I had to rewind it like five different times because on the app you can rewind by 10 seconds. So I just kept pressing that and just listening again and again. And Jeff's laugh too, I was just, I was doubled over laughing. So I appre—I know Megan hated it. I appreciated it. But also the specific fart sound Sounds like it was recorded in the serious XM gender neutral bathroom, if you know what I mean. It just sounded a little too real, too real, too real. Aurora's son is moving away and all the macaroons are gone. Finally, thank God, because Jeff couldn't handle the tension it was bringing to his household, which it really is just a Seinfeld sketch in the making. It would be such a good plot line because this bakery only makes these specific macaroons once a year for Passover. And but they're the standard coconut and chocolate. Jeff just loves this specific bakery. So let's reframe right here. There's two options, right? Two options. You can either be happy that it's only once a year so that you don't turn into Violet from Willy Wonka. I just love Willy Wonka references. I fucking love Willy Wonks. Willy Wonks. You know how there's just those movies? Like, we all are so creative in life and there's so many ideas and so many this and that, but there's genuinely so few things that we all agree on that are just fucking epic. Willy Wonk's fucking epic. Like I'll never not want a golden ticket. And also that was such a fail on Hershey or whoever's part it was because they tried to sell actual Wonka bars in stores and it didn't really work because it was probably like nasty ass UK chocolate, which I'm so sorry to my UK listeners. I love you so much. I love you, I swear. But um, yeah, that chocolate, chocolate's different over there in the UK and it's like more sugar. It tastes like Faker to me. I don't know. I also eat like only 80% cacao, cacao. So I don't really eat the fake shit either, but my whole thing. Okay. So either way, um, you're either not eating a ton of macaroons. So that's a good thing. Like, let's be happy that the thing that you love the most is something that you need to appreciate in small doses or, or let's remember that you're Tina motherfucking Turner and also a celebrity with a hit TV show, a hit radio show, a hit podcast. Like let's use this fucking leverage, get a competition going where bakeries start to send in their best macaroons. Macaroon Monday. Okay. Let's do some shit. 
Yes, I am also a producer, and yes, I am available for hire at splashofsasspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Moving on to Toby, Jeff's dog. He is energetic AF. Again, I have your solution. Okay, I'm not sure if this is kosher, but what about a treadmill thing? Or like a giant hamster wheel? Because I've definitely seen TikTok clips of things like that existing for hyperactive dogs, but I don't want it to be like, PETA coming after me and I love animals. So if it actually is harmful, but I feel like there was house, there was a housewife who had her dog on the treadmill too. I forget who that was. I think it might've been like, um, Australia housewives or something. Maybe I'm making that all up. I need to get out more and just live actual life. But I also know a ton of lazy people actually who have super energetic dogs and I don't like their solution, which is to take them to a big field or like a dirt road or something. And they just drive alongside their dog and they let them run wild. Which is fine, I guess, if it works for you and your family dog life situation, fine. I am promise I'm not Judge Judy over here, <laughs> sometimes. But I just had, again, all these direct experiences that I cannot shake from my psyche. And so when I was in Montana, a girl that I worked with, her and her boyfriend, they were always fighting. Talk about tension in the household. Oh my God, they didn't even need macaroons. They'd fight over any fucking thing. And so they got an adorable little husky puppy. It was the cutest fucking thing. She brought it into the office a couple times and we all fell in love with him. He was adorable. One time she shows up to work distraught. She's distraught. And she's like, I think my dog is dying at home right now. And we're like, what? And she was like, we got, I got into a fight with my boyfriend. He said he was taking the dog out. He went to do that thing where you drive alongside the dog. And she was like, he was so angry. I think he hit the dog. And we're like, on purpose? And she's like, I don't know. I kind of think so. And we're like, what? Is the dog okay? And she's like, I don't know. Not really. And we're like, why are you here right now? And she's like, I don't know what to do. So my boss made me literally drive her home. We lived, it was a mountain town. It was like a half an hour. And I was like, what are we, what is, can I have a bodyguard come with me? Like, what if he's waiting at the door to run me over? It was wild. It was wild. She didn't show up to work for like two weeks after that. She actually moved home after that. And the dog did not make it. So RIP, I hope karma gets that motherfucker. And Jeff, just keep on, keep on walking, Toby, how you are. You're doing great. You're doing amazing. And obviously, you know, they have like those hiking hound groups. You can always do that. The final story is Megan's surprisingly prepared news article of a custom mailbox that was designed to look like a house. And it starts to get turned into a mini dollhouse out of nowhere. Like it just kept on going on for months where this guy was like, hey, somebody's putting dolls dolls and baby rugs and like putting making my mailbox into a dollhouse and immediately no that didn't happen I'm sorry this person was just seeking clout like they all said Doug and Megan instantly called this guy out because if you can afford to make a giant mini dollhouse mailbox custom thing 
how can you not afford to get a ring camera? If somebody was actually fucking with your property like that and you spent that much time and invested that much money to get a custom thing built, then you definitely would give a fuck about who was putting shit in your mailbox and fucking with it. I would definitely set up scouts. I would set up, I would set up a sting operation and we would figure it out. We would not let this shit go on for months on end. I don't buy it at all. But the only reason that I even wanted to tell this story was it was so worth it because Megan said the guy just wanted to go onto the next door website to trick people and get his jollies. <gasps> get his jollies. <laughs> That's what she said. I think I heard Jameson or Shane do a little small gasp, but everyone kind of let it slide. But it was just such an iconic old school saying, and I love it so much. I got my jollies from her saying, get your jollies. So I hope everybody get your jollies today, however you can. Maybe it's by telling other people about Splash Sass podcast, because we are here, we are staying, and we all love Jeff Lewis Live. And that's all, folks. So we will be back tomorrow. Okay, love you guys. Bye. Splash, 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 splash your sails, splash your sails.